Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. A lot to dive into. Mondays are always racked and stacked for us here. Uh, Clay and I back from our weekend in Houston. A great event. We'll talk about that for a moment here and. I just want to say we will dive into the war in Ukraine. Calls increasing for a no-fly zone. People in this country wondering, what about the energy sector? Are we really being serious with sanctions if we don't go after it? Should we? Will we? A lot of big questions hanging around all this. Could the war be over with Putin and Ukrainian negotiators in Belarus? We'll tell you about that. Plus, big changes to COVID here in New York City and many places across the country, Florida becomes the first state to discourage children from getting vaccines. Clay's going to break that one down for you in a little bit. And just the demand for apologies. My friend Carol Markowitz has a piece today in the New York Post on essentially what Clay and I have been saying for weeks and weeks now, which is it's not enough to let this stuff fade or be suspended is the term that they like to use. We have to say We have to force them to say they were wrong. They have to come out and say these were bad policies. We will not do it again. We were wrong. They're going to fight that, but they can't fight the data if they're actually forced to answer to it. So we'll we'll break all that down for you coming up here in a moment. Just want to say a big thanks to take a moment here at top of the show. We were down in Houston over the weekend. First of all, as a New Yorker, I love Houston. It's a real city city, but with Texans, which is fantastic. Great food, great people. And we were uh, so pleased to have our friends at uh, KTRH hosting us, and Michael Barry did a phenomenal job pulling together the event on Friday. Our friend Jesse Kelly, just special guest star Jesse Kelly. You know, we wanted to add some height into the program. Eddie Martini, the president for the market down there in Houston, welcomed us down. Clay, it was so good. I just, I just wanted to take a moment for both of us to see our people, and we want to do a lot more of that. We saw our people in Houston. We want to come see them in L.A., in Portland, in Florida, in name a state. We want to come see our folks. 
Yeah, if you want to set up an event, uh, and certainly if we're number one in your market, like we are in Houston, like we are in San Diego, Sacramento, uh, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Raleigh, North Carolina, Memphis, Birmingham, Louisville, Milwaukee. There may be more now since then, but those were the ones most recently that we moved to number one in. I thought the it was amazing. Okay, uh, it was a fabulous event. I don't know what the total number of people that got in there. I think twelve or thirteen hundred uh, was their capacity. Total capacity. I mean, they were yeah. they, the the bartenders looked like you know they were on the Titanic as it was sinking because they yes. were so nervous trying to get drinks to everybody. So it was phenomenal to meet so many of you, uh, shake hands, get pictures. I thought the most entertaining part, and it was a lot of entertaining parts, was when Buck said he was from New York City and everybody booed. Uh, that was amazing. Our WOR audience does not need to hear such <laughs> things, Mr. Travis. The, you, you, your face when you said you were from New York City and our audience in Houston all booed was phenomenal. That didn't surprise me at all. Uh, as a as a guy who's grown up in the South, uh, that, uh, that 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 would be booed, but that was uh, that was absolutely amazing. Uh, just an incredible time. I know you had a good time at the rodeo. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but it's important for us, I believe, to get out and just see all of you who are listening to the program and who are talking about the program with your friends and are helping us to grow. And we love that opportunity because really. When you do a radio show, and this sounds crazy because there's so many people listening, but it's a very isolating thing, right? I look at you, you look back at me, Ali, our producer, jumps in and out of the shot every now and then. Uh, Dub is in here with me in Nashville. Few people are in the studio with you in New York City. But there are millions of people listening, and the number of people that actually see the behind the scenes of the show on a day-to-day basis relatively small so getting out there to see all of you, to hear your feedback, your suggestions, uh, all the things that you like about the show uh, and the encouragement. And Jesse had a, a tweet thread where I thought it was good. A lot of people, I feel, are so feel alone, right? Especially if you're behind enemy lines and you're in California or you're in New York. So for the last couple of years, many of you have felt as if your thoughts were not shared by anyone else lockdowns were awful why are your kids having to wear masks what in the world are we doing defunding the police what's happening at the border why is the murder rate surging what in the world's going on in afghanistan and now ukraine and all of these places and when you have these big events you realize how many other people no matter where you live you mentioned portland a second ago we got a big audience up in portland there's lots of people in portland listening to us right now that loved their city and feel like it's gone completely bananas in terms of allowing that place to be taken over by antifa by and large we had a listener fly in from portland to houston just for the event yeah. that was why that was on that was on my mind um, and obviously, you did the Fort Myers event, Clay. I want to do something in New York. We might do it, uh, you know, in Staten Island or somewhere. Where we'll gather together <laughs> a lot of our listeners uh, safely and securely. But uh, obviously, in, in Nashville, Tennessee. So we are. We want you at San Diego. Hey, it's not hard to get me to want to go out. To I'd San like to Diego. go to Salt Lake. I'd like to go to Phoenix. I mean, if you're listening in those markets right now and you want to put on events, Buck and I are relatively young we got good energy so uh we would like to be able to come out and and see some of you guys and that was why the the test case scenario for fort myers and for houston both of them went fantastically well and there was also a sense from seeing everybody and this is i think where we can get into part of the mission today and that is our mission is to uh spread the truth create a community of like-minded conservatives patriots 
and help save the country, quite honestly. I mean, the number of people who came up to me and said, what you and Clay are doing, and Michael Berry and Jesse Kelly and our, because I always also view it as a team. I mean, I know yeah. you, you do too, Clay. I, I don't do this competitiveness with other conservative. I want conservative media. We're such a small part of the overall media. I view us all as playing on the same team. You know, we're the Avengers. Sometimes, you know, maybe the Hulk and Iron Man don't agree on something, but we're actually all trying to defeat the alien invaders. In this case, the commies who are trying to ruin America. So that's the way I try to view it every day. And I think that's one of the things we do well here on the show is we're about the cause. We're about the mission and seeing so many folks who feel like that is what we're trying to do. And we're continuing on the fight. It was it was great. It was meaningful. And I'll tell you, did I or did I not? Do some mutton busting myself. We'll talk about that later on in the show. It's a thing <laughs> I learned. Curious. I learned I a lot about know. Houston this weekend. Yeah, Clay, I got a pair of boots. I heard we'll, that. I got a pair of boots. We'll get into that in a second. All right, now let's get into news of the day because that's actually why Clay and I stay up late at night and are texting early in the morning and all the rest prepping so we can tell you what's going on here. Big fight right now is over uh, whether there should be a no fly zone, a no fly zone over Ukraine. We knew this was coming been saying for days the emotions here are going to be uh escalated people are going to be more upset as they see the civilians getting targeted the civilians who are fleeing uh the amount of devastation and and atrocity that's on display war is hell it is a truism it is real but should we do a no-fly zone i feel that the answer is adamantly no here's senator marco rubio who clay's been pointing out to me has been really all over this issue on the uh, Ukraine foreign policy debate. Here he is saying what he views a no-fly zone as constituting. A no-fly zone has become a catchphrase. I'm not sure a lot of people fully understand what that means. That means flying AWACS 24 hours a day. That means the willingness to shoot down and engage Russian airplanes in the sky. That means, frankly, you can't put those planes up there unless you're willing to knock out the anti-aircraft systems that the Russians have deployed, and not just in Ukraine, but in Russia and also in Belarus. So basically, a no-fly zone, if people understood what it means, it means World War III. It means starting World War III. Now, can I just say... He makes a very important point, and then maybe he goes, people can quibble about the last part. Would it mean World War III? Would it be a limited engagement or a, a contained fight? Over, and and I, I think you can make a case either way. But this notion, Clay, of a no-fly zone, we are in America used to because of Iraq. We're used to thinking, oh, we're just going to fly planes over their sky and make sure no helicopters, no planes that are military in nature. No, the Russians can shoot down our planes and will. The Russians have S-300, S-400, and S-500 surface-to-air missile systems. In the case of the S-500, that can go hundreds of miles and target unmanned and manned aircraft. So to stop that, we'd have to actually shoot those surface-to-air missiles. What if they're on Russian soil? Because they can fire into Ukrainian airspace. You know, the escalation potential here is very real. And I think people need to understand what a no-fly zone would actually entail before they advocate for it. Senator Marco Rubio, if you want a Twitter feed to follow has been one of the most informative in terms of just telling you what's going on that I have seen out there since this Ukraine invasion began. And the fear, I believe, that is out there is what is going to be a tipping point incident that leads to a more substantial engagement where other countries are involved directly other than Russia and Ukraine. And a no-fly zone seems as if that is an easy tipping point. And Buck and I, you were talking, Buck, you and I were talking about this on Friday after we finished the show as we're driving out to our event in Houston. There is going to be, as long as this goes on and as it continues to escalate, 
more and more of a drumbeat of people who are willing to argue that the United States should get involved more substantially than we are. And even some of the decisions that are being made right now, hey, we're going to give jets to Poland, get jets to Poland, I should say, and we're going to allow Ukrainians to man those jets. This is one of the ideas that is out there right now in terms of how to provide more uh, air ability to the Ukrainians. At some point, and look at everything that we're doing with Russia right now, and we're going to get into the price of oil, went over $130 a barrel when it opened uh, yesterday uh, in, in Asia. At some point, Buck, I keep waiting for Vladimir Putin to officially say the United States has declared war against us and or many of these NATO ally countries are declaring war against us too because, and we need to talk more about all the sanctions that are going on and everything else, that is a form of warfare. Now, it isn't directly uh, lobbing missiles at someone, but my concern as things continue to go poorly for Vladimir Putin is that he is going to take the next step and take an escalation level that makes all of us way more dangerous. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but as we commit more material and resources, and as this drags on, as it seems it may, for weeks and or months into the future, the the drumbeat to demand more United States action is going to grow, and I'm concerned at some point Vladimir Putin is going to say, hey, that's officially an act of war. There's also the opening of what could be what could be a pathway to ending this conflict relatively early, emphasis on could, with the Russians essentially laying out what their demands are. Now, I understand that people aren't going to like that the Russians are using, using that Putin is using the leverage of an unprovoked invasion to get things that he wants. But if it would save thousands, perhaps tens of thousands of Ukrainian lives, if it would end this conflict early, it's something that certainly should be discussed and thought about. Clay, this is the essential point. There's so much propaganda coming out of Ukraine, and there's so much from the Russians, from the Ukrainians, from everybody. I mean, people are pushing agendas here. They want things to happen. And one thing that we will do is sift through and try to stay as close to the truth of the situation as well as a focus on American interests. What is in the interest of the American people? That is that is my guiding star. That is our load star here. That's where we're going to be pointing all the time because it'll be very easy to say, yeah, just send in other people and let them fight and save the Ukrainians, and it'll be, this is not a superhero movie. We're going to continue to follow this and talk about the energy sector component of it in just a moment. When you're a Pure Talk customer relying on them for great 5G cell phone service, you know how amazing their customer service is. And you've already discovered those monthly savings, which are phenomenal. One Pure Talk consumer after another has something good to say about it. Like Douglas from Indiana, who chimed in with his own thoughts. He had this, quote, I finally made the change to Pure Talk after hearing it advertised on radio. It's cut my phone bill in half. Customer service is very helpful and friendly. I've recommended it to my friends. What I value most is paying for service I need and not for the things I don't want. Kick Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile to the curb and only pay for the service you need and want, like unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. From your cell phone, dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. You can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. (laughs) 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show appreciate all of you hanging out with us go subscribe to the podcast make sure you don't miss a single moment uh we're gonna be diving into the question of what is happening with the price of gas i i filled up my gas tank yesterday buck and it's not a good feeling every time you fill up you're setting a new all-time record for what it costs to fill up your gas tank and or to look at what the price of oil is doing i mean we're well over five dollars in many places now it used to be that was unheard of could we go to six dollars seven dollar uh, a gallon oil i mean that doesn't seem crazy we're going to talk about some of the impact of that but i wanted to uh follow up on the idea of committing jets to ukraine secretary of state uh tony blinken said we'll support poland if it wants to send fighter jets to ukraine here he was discussing that issue. Let's play cut six. That gets a green light. In fact, we're talking uh, with uh, our Polish friends right now about what we might be able to do to backfill uh, their needs. If, in fact, they choose to provide these fighter jets to to the Ukrainians, uh, what could we do? How can we help to make sure that uh, they get something to backfill the planes that they're handing over to, to the Ukrainians? We're in very active discussions with them about that. Look, I've been in, in, in Europe for the last couple of days working closely as always with our allies and partners at nato uh the european union uh the g7 countries and all of us together are continuing to take steps to increase the pressure uh, on russia through uh, additional sanctions all of which are very actively under discussion and will be implemented in the uh in the coming days as well as uh taking further steps to give uh, the ukrainians um what they need to defend themselves against the russian aggression 
Are you as nervous as I am, Buck, that at some point as this thing continues to play out, Vladimir Putin is going to simply label an action that is being taken? And he kind of has already with some of the economic sanctions. But I feel like when it comes to providing jets and you're just saying, hey, here's a jet and a Ukrainian flies it. But if I'm sitting around and I'm Vladimir Putin, I'm like, hey, you know, that feels like an act of war if you're giving someone that big of a weapon and just letting them fly it around, literally giving them them that uh, that weapon. Like, why would he not? And I'm just asking this question. Why would he not try and bomb these fighter jets in Poland if he knows that they are then going to take off and fly into Ukraine and be used there? Isn't that a rational question that you would be thinking about of as course. this sort of situation arises? At, at some point, the the non-direct intervention on our side will come to a place where Vladimir Putin decides that he will escalate on his side because he has to, because otherwise he's going to start really losing. The reason why it is very likely, I wouldn't say inevitable, and I'm not there and I'm not seeing it, but it's very likely that Russia will eventually get its way militarily in Ukraine if it stays in the fight is because it has total dominance of the sky. And when you have total dominance of the sky, you're able to do things militarily that's really hard to counter on the ground. That's why we started to send Stinger missiles, man pads, man portable air defense system, uh, which shoulder fired missiles for folks. Um, that's why we're sending them over there. But Clay, would we, would, what would we expect Putin to do if planes started taking off with Ukrainian pilots, but from Polish airfields? Would, would Putin would at that point think about sending some missiles over there to destroy those yes. airfields? Yes, he would. So we need to be very clear about what we're willing to risk and what escalation we're willing to engage in. I think that's almost a no-brainer that that's going to end up happening. I'm surprised there hasn't been more discussion about it. Uh, I want to talk to you about our friends at Relief Factor. Developed years ago by doctors, 100% drug-free. The ingredients come together to reduce inflammation, which is oftentimes the number one cause of severe pain. Our friends at Relief Factor have developed a three-week quick start pack. You take Relief Factor three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, for three weeks, and you'll know if it works for you or not. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. That's pretty amazing odds. Relief Factor works for 7 out of 10 people. Are you one of those 7 who will live their life in less pain? Reggie in Florida, he started using Relief Factor, found after four days he was already experiencing less pain and stiffness. Join the more than half million people. Order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. ReliefFactor.com, 800 for relief 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. That's relieffactor.com. 800, the number four. Relief, relief factor. Feel the difference. Welcome back to the Clay and Buck Show. The price of gas going up, up, and up. And no one thinks it's going to come down anytime soon. There are some who are even betting that it might get up to $180, $200 a barrel. I mean, this would be... Stuff that really rocks the economy. And the Democrats are in quite a bind here because while their principles are very pliable, their polls are not. And they certainly don't want to give themselves a bigger problem than they already have going into the midterm elections. I think you see gas at record high prices through the summer and into November. We might be talking 50, 60 seats switching i mean you have to start to ask the question how, how bad can it actually get for them clay you you drive all the time you're a guy out in yes. the car w- what does it cost right now to fill your car with gas i spent a hundred and eight dollars yesterday to fill my my tank 
Um, and I drive an SUV. Uh, that is the most that I have ever spent to fill my gas tank any time, ever. Now, I live in Nashville where the price of gas is, it's not like I'm in San Francisco. It's not like I'm in New York City. Places where the rate LA are going to be much higher. But when I am standing there watching the numbers continue to go up and it got to 107 bucks, I, I was kind of in disbelief. And I'm fortunate that that is not going to substantially impact my family's budget. But I have been in many times in my life in a situation where that would have substantially impacted my family's budget. Um, you know, I, I've said this before, Buck, but when I had uh, my second son, we uh, he was less than a year old, I think. I got f- uh, fired from a job because they were shutting down a sports place where I was working. It wasn't that I had done anything bad. And, you know, I was making $40,000 a year with two kids, you know, two and one year old. Uh, that, that's when, you know, you, you are you are sitting around like doing the math and thinking, man, I don't have that much extra here. And there's a lot of people out there right now when you're talking about $100 and more to fill up your tank of gas. And when you're having to fill it up, you know, a couple times a week for a lot of people who are driving out there. I mean, your budget, that that is a very this, real. We talk a lot about tax cuts yeah. and tax hikes. It's a very real tax hike. This means buying less food for some people, less groceries. This means yes. taking, you know, the the steak or the hamburger out of the cart and replacing it with, you know, chickpeas or something else because you're going to get your protein from a less expensive source. I mean, these are the kind of decisions that people are going to be making as a result of the increase in, in gas prices here. And Pramila Jayapal, Democrat member of Congress, just wants you to know, look, guys, we're fighting a dictator here. If we ever want to be truly free of the ability of dictators to blackmail us over oil and gas, we should be investing right here at home in renewable energy technologies. We should be weaning ourselves of fossil fuels so that this situation that we're in does not happen again in terms of you know, feeling like we can't stop Russian oil and gas imports because it's going to drive up prices here at home. By the way, no matter what we do, prices of gas are going to go up. So any Republicans who try to say that it's drill, baby, drill, and that solves the problem, it's wrong. That is not the case. We are going to see gas prices rise, but it is in service to trying to quell a dictator. No, notice all, there's so much dishonesty and wrong here, Clay. I don't know I don't know which parts of it you want to chew on first, but I'll, I'll throw a couple of out there. There, There is a, a religious zeal that the Democrat Party has toward, I mean, they, they say... It would take too long to drill, baby, drill. Let's do renewables. Yeah. Renewables in a best case scenario might solve this problem for the Clay Travis grandchildren to enjoy. Okay. Maybe (laughs) in 30, 40, 50 years, there will be renewable energy solving the global. I mean, and, and by the way, I think that's actually overly optimistic. But the point is, notice they say drilling for gas would take too long. Let's focus on renewables. It's not so much that they're idiots, although that's a part of it. It's that Democrats have an emotional attachment to the Green New Deal, which comes up against this reality right now of they've put us in a weaker position dealing with the dictator overseas that they're not actually going to even deal with by sanctioning the energy sector in the first place. All of their ideas are wrong. Yes, and I would just point to a guy who is the patron saint of many people who believe that we are over-relying on fossil fuels, Elon Musk. 
Elon Musk came out. Obviously, Tesla is uh, is predicated on the idea of electric vehicles and go moving away from the idea of gas powered engines. He said we need more oil production in the United States and we need more nuclear power uh, in the world. And so ultimately, I understand the argument, even though I think I agree with you, Buck, that it's a fanciful idea. But when you're saying we can't have more fossil fuels right now, the way to get off of this uh, petro dictator treadmill, which I agree we should be trying to get off of, to me is twofold. We should be doing two things. We should, one, be producing as much oil and gas as we possibly can in the United States, which the Biden administration has disallowed. If Trump were here, we'd be producing more. That's the drill baby baby drill idea. We also simultaneously can be trying to develop more resources to wean our necessity to need fossil fuels in the future. I don't see this as an either or option, and maybe this is crazy that I don't. I want us to be as energy independent as we can wherever the energy comes from. But the focal point to solve this issue right now is to produce as much oil and gas as we possibly can in the United States of America. Putin is making long term calculations about this. He has to think about what's it going to look like in six months, in 12 months, if the U.S. turns on the full force of its fossil fuel production Putin was quieter for a while. Many of the petro states were quieter for a while because of the increased U.S. production from shale. You can make an argument that shale oil in the U.S. did more for national security over the last decade or two than any other single thing in the world. I mean, shale oil was enormously influential in hurting uh, the worst economies, the, the biggest aggressors in the world stage, Iran, Russia, Venezuela, you name it. And here is... Even ABC's Jonathan Carl uh, Clay pointing out, you know, we're not even we're talking about we'll do anything. We're talking about a no fly zone, which means, yeah, shooting Russian planes out of the sky. Just so we don't that is what a no fly zone would entail. But we're not even willing to go after the Russian energy sector. I think we should all be honest about this. The key issue here, which is the question of the of, of banning the import of oil and gas from from Russia. You know, it is not insignificant. Uh, we actually take in more petroleum from Russia than we do from Saudi Arabia. Uh, so, so the ban will result in, and, and it also obviously affects the world supply as well. So you'll see oil go from not $100 a barrel to 150 maybe $200 a barrel. But it's extraordinary, George, for all of the... Uh, the sanctions that have been imposed, and they have been unprecedented uh, on, on Russia, to sanction everything but the thing that drives their economy. I mean, Clay, that's a good point. We should be honest about the costs to talk about military and you know military escalation from our side without even being willing to look at the you know the economic will or lack thereof in the energy sector. I think is is to miss is is to create a huge uh, opening for blunders. And I just I just had our team here pull this. You know what the highest national average gas price of all time was four dollars and ten cents on July in July of two thousand and eight. As of today, Clay, four dollars. And seven cents. We're basically there because when the price of oil is up to roughly $130 a barrel, we're going to go over that dollar figure. And we come back, uh, we've got a great clip talking about how Russia feared Trump that actually got out on MSNBC and rattled their cages. We need to play that yeah. for everybody. Uh, and then at the top of the next hour, Buck, 
let's talk about how do we solve this and what are our options at this point in time as it pertains to getting more oil and avoiding. We got Trish Reagan who's coming on with us at the top of the third hour. She said we may get to 180 or $200 barrel of oil cost. And what would that do to the overall economy? It's a disaster, no no doubt. But also, what would it do to inflation? I believe the price of oil, uh, a gallon of gas, is up 71% since Joe Biden came into office now. The number one thing that voters consider, this is statistically true, when it comes to whether things are going well or not in the country, is the price of gas. That impacts so many people when they're standing there at their pump and they're looking at it. That's why there's so many of these little stickers that people are now putting on uh, on uh, gas stations. Have you seen the I did this like with Joe Biden pointing right next to the price? They, they keep having to pull them off gas pumps. Number one reactive factor is what is going on with the price of gas. One of our nation's founders and framers, John Adams, wrote many inspirational words for those pursuing our independence in 1775. They still are true today. He wrote, Liberty once lost is lost forever. When the people once surrender their share in the legislature and their right of defending the limitations upon the government and of resisting every encroachment upon them, they can never regain it. Our nation faces unprecedented challenges from election integrity and censorship to border security. The liberal response to adversity is always to strike down individual liberty and implement more government. That's not a viable solution. We joined AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC has worked tirelessly to push back against the left. AMAC vows to remain steadfast through the midterms and beyond. AMAC also offers members exclusive benefits, a great magazine, and most importantly, a strong conservative voice on Capitol Hill. You're not alone. Stand with AMAC and join us today at amac.us slash freedom. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S slash freedom amac.us slash freedom join amac today bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy last year by making investments from coast to coast investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the gulf of mexico it's and not or See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Finishing off the first hour here. Appreciate all of you. I just wanted to share quickly with you here uh, a little take from 
MSNBC, they had a woman named Melinda Herring on. They were expecting Donald Trump to get attacked. Then we're going to get to a couple of your calls. Here's what it sounded like when they asked her about Trump's actual policy. Yeah, tr- Trump was terrible on Ukraine. He was obnoxious. He got rid of Yovanovitch. Uh, he did also. He, he he brought about a Ukraine gate. All that's true. But his actual policy was not bad. He was actually pretty tough on Russia, uh, and I think that gets lost in the debate. Uh, would would he or would he not have gone in now? So the interesting thing is that the Russians are more scared of Trump than they are of Biden. The Russians think that Biden is weak. And that was one of the reasons why they calculated that they could go in now. They were scared of Trump because he was irrational and he's erratic. So I'm not sure, you know, this is a highly speculative show, uh, but I think that has to be part of the discussion as well. Can I just say, Clay, we've been saying that for a long time here. And that's a that's a leftist from the Atlantic Council, which is a left leaning think tank, but somebody who spends a lot of time sitting and reading about Ukraine the the storyline that CNN has been feeding its audience for years that Trump was weak on Russia and bad on Ukraine is a flat out lie. Yes. It is a lie. They were. I'm sorry, all the libs sitting at home in New York and L.A. and D.C. who think they're so informed on foreign policy. Trump sent munitions to Ukraine that Obama's NSC declared too dangerous and provocative to Putin. That was their justification for not sending them. So we just need to deal in reality here, folks. And then she gets the point of Trump unsettled Putin and made it. Yes, exactly what I it's. It's the the line from Tombstone. You want Doc Holliday on the street howitzer like you want somebody to be, uh, you know, given the other given the bad guy on the other side, something to think about. This is why the number one question that you should be asking if you hear any of your friends are like, oh, Trump's that, you know, they try to blame Trump for this. Just say, hey, it's kind of interesting. Vladimir Putin didn't invade for four years while Trump was president. And then it barely took him a year to invade all of Ukraine after Joe Biden took office. Why do you think that is? If if Trump was such a Russian stooge, why did Vladimir Putin wait to actually make his move until Trump was off the stage? Because he was afraid of Trump. He's not afraid of Biden. That's the easy answer. That's the right answer. We got some calls, Buck. Now let's get to it. We have Mark in banger maine what's up mark hey guys hey uh you know i just wanted to kind of give a little comparison about all this crazy fuel stuff going on i deliver home heating fuel up here in maine and we just went up to four dollars and 55 cents a gallon that's about 910 dollars for 200 gallons 200 gallons is it's one full tank that'll get you through about a month and a half of winter up here. So in comparison, I also just went to a uh, meat market, uh, a local butcher, and I bought a pig, a whole pig processed, packaged, nice, you know, smoked bacon, and it was $600. So you can buy a whole pig for less than you can to heat your home for a month and a half i gotta say hanging out with mark sounds like it would be warm and delicious up there in in may he's got that's brutal but i mean mark how much are you hearing from people the financial impact of trying to heat their homes and how many people are struggling with that right now in maine based on your experience you know it happens a lot now it used to be people back in the day they wouldn't really talk politics now just about every customer they come out of their house and they're they're either you know, angry and mad, or they're almost crying and in tears, not sure how they're going to pay for it. I got people telling me that they got to, you know, go in debt and make monthly payments just to, they can't pay the the bill in full like they'd like to. It's rough. 
crazy. Yeah. I mean, the amount of the amount of economic pain that will be the result of the rise in prices. And Clay, to your point about politics, because everybody feels it. Everybody yeah. who has to care about their their the price of groceries, the price of gas, the price of rent, or their mortgage. This is going to hurt. And what is exactly the rationale behind how we got here? Well, didn't happen under Trump. Didn't happen during the pandemic when in uh, year one under Trump. Somehow it happens when Biden's in office. Joe in San Diego, commie. Uh, sorry, that's actually what was written here. Uh, he, he calls it California. Joe in California. Yes, what's up, man? San Diego, California. Gas prices at Costco went up 60 cents over the last eight days. What are you paying right now in San Diego at a Costco, which would typically be one of the lowest cost per, per places you can get gas anywhere in the country? Five dollars in the Chula Vista, in the Chula Vista one, and last on the twenty seventh it was four forty. Yeah, I mean that's. And I mean, it's it's happening the, under the liberals and not under Trump. It was so low. Yeah, and thank right you for now the, we're all tra- we're trapped behind liberal lines. So what can you say? Yeah, well, yeah, I know. We got sounds like Joe might be one of those folks moving to, to Texas, Florida, or Tennessee, or some other uh, state pretty soon. Yeah, Dub was just telling me, you know, Costco for a lot of people out there is the place where you go to pay the least amount for gas possible. Uh, and Dub, who's in the studio with me here, said he went uh, in in Nashville. It was four dollars and seven cents, over four dollars a gallon in Nashville. Uh, I was saying, you know, I'm having to pay that to fill up my car at a regular gas station. But when you're talking about over five dollars at Costco, as that guy uh, was just saying in San Diego, Buck, I mean, those are unheard of numbers for a place that typically is a lot cheaper than everywhere else. We're going to talk to Trish Regan in the third hour of the program today about the economy, the gas prices, all the rest of it. More on Ukraine, the opening of or the continuation, I should say, of negotiations between Ukraine and Russia going on in Belarus. There are Russian demands that have been listed. Could there be a way out of this, an off-ramp for the conflict to come to at least a ceasefire? Let's play. You're going to be leading us in here second hour. What's top of mind? Top of mind is this, Buck. we got a lot of bad options. You ever been out at the bar? You're a guy or a girl. You look around and you're like, who am I going to have a beer with? That's kind of where we are when it comes to the price of oil and gas. Here are the five places we can get it. I want to break them down for you at the top of the next hour. United States can produce more. Saudi Arabia, Russia, Iran, Venezuela. What are we going to do about all these petrol authoritarian states and the relationship? Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. 
Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chip, we're going to have to enter into them with... 